Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Monday. And somebody upstairs must be listening to our show last week. Because a team that hadn't done squat in free agency is now on fire. You think that's because of us? Yes, 100%. Uh, yeah, I'll let you ride that wave. Did you notice someone on this show has a new look? He's looking good. I did notice that. I, I can't even take you serious right now. You know what, my friend? <laughs> uh, I have a, I, I, you know, I saw it every show. I got a gripe. I'm, I'm normally just hyped and honored to be a part of this great show, man, hanging with the boys. But if I look at another TV or listen to, or read another computer with these mock drafts or listen to another radio show where everybody is so skillful and so right in their critiquing of, of where these guys going to fall – I've heard like 75 different guys by about 200 scouts and critiquers, he won't be there in the first round. And they were 32 picks, right? <laughs> Why are we going to have 150 guys that ain't going to be there in the first round? <laughs> of, course, of course they ain't going to be there in the first round. This wide receiver, that wide receiver. First of all, there ain't that many good wide receivers out there. You know, uh, it's, a, it's a bunch of uh, decent linebackers, but not first-rounders, mm-hmm. you know. So, come on, man. I'm going to tell you, you're going to be able to get what you want. I'm talking about the Cowboys. Our guys that's between 15 and 20 that's panicking, that they got not going to be there because they take these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. The only thing that can knock this out of the box is, let's say two of these top four quarterbacks – Fall to, fall to 10 or ten or below. Now the order gets messed up. People start scrambling. Yeah, but if, if they take within the first six or seventh, seven, these four got Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, uh, Josh Rosen, McDonald. If these four guys are taken within its first 10 picks, people are going to start tumbling because all of a sudden, certain teams ain't going to need linebackers. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's always room for a, a, a great defensive end, but from what I understand, but one, that's the Chubb kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it's going to be a player there for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, where they have Matt on his board, on your board don't matter to me. Let me tell you why, because a lot of these guys with first-round grades – that's top 10 besides quarterbacks, that's top 10 or top 12, these guys going to fall. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't sit up and continue to play the game. Oh, where we draft Jets, you need a quarterback. You know, uh, New York Giants, you need a quarterback. Cleveland, you need, you need a quarterback. Now, you can be dumb and not do it mm-hmm. and, 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 and let the rich get richer because as you fall down lower, the rich get richer. You know, you just made another dumb move, Cleveland. If you don't take the quarterback. Now, the Barkley kid uh, for that, that's at Penn State, they saying he's a generational running back. I don't know what yeah. a generational running back is because it's it, like 8,000 of them come out a year. But <laughs> just think now, 
That's that's five guys that's got to come off the board. Mm -hmm. So these 30 other guys that's not going to be there in the first round, don't they got to move down at least five spots? Yeah. Yeah. So you're liking the way this is coming out. I'm liking the way it's coming out because you picking at 19, you cannot say like we did last year that we can't get a guy that can impact this team. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we need a defensive guy. They, they got. They say it's a it's a guard at Notre Dame that's that's a beast. Okay, let's put him in the mix. That's six. That's six guys that can possibly be off this board. And I ain't talking from a. Uh, I'm talking about how things go in history. Backs me up. Have we ever? Every year we see quarterbacks go where they ain't supposed to go be picked when they're not supposed to be picked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Allen, I just watched part of his um, pro day. Okay. Oh, my God. He looks so much better. Oh, his feet are so much, so, so great. Oh, his, oh, that 51%, that was just, uh, that was a fluke in college. Well, okay, I understand. So, take him. Because believe me, when he get in the NFL, you don't think his feet gonna get back bad when the boys start hitting him upside his head? <laughs> you don't think the accuracy gonna pop back in when that lack of accuracy gonna pop back in was about to bust him across his forehead? Oh yeah, take him. But that's what we need is for everybody to get hyped on these five or six guys. Chubb will be gone. Mm-hmm. That's seven. These guys that they say ain't gonna be there at nineteen, about three or four of them are gonna be there at nineteen. Yeah. Now, do we take them? Mm-hmm. Uh, take this with a grain of salt. Charlton, I think, is going to be a, a good player for us. I don't know how great, but yeah, last year it was, it was like he was non-existent. Mm-hmm. Even the way the head coach and Will McClay, head of uh, pro personnel director of scouting, the way they talked when they was up on the podium didn't give you no confidence. Well, there's all different ways you can get to the pastor. It ain't always got to be speed. I'm like, oh, my God. We don't draft somebody. <laughs> we don't draft somebody, you know, who they got a question mark on. Uh-huh. You, for some reason, I'm believing at 19, you can get somebody that can impact your team. And, you know, everybody, like, get a wide receiver. Get it for what? Get, get one why? Get a wide receiver why? Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. Because if history ain't told you nothing else, We'll see the best of that wide receiver win. Midway through his second year, or maybe his third year, we'll start seeing the best of him. A a defensive player, I think, if you get the right guy that's got a high motor with some athletic skills, Mm -hmm. we ain't got to complicate defense. Nope. No. So if we can get us a guy with some high skills, now our linebackers have to be smart. So is there one position that will be easier to step in on defense than another? Like. I would think defensive line. Yeah, defensive just, line. Yeah, just, because not not a lot is asked of you for scheme going. wise. You are going, you just going. Yeah. But now maybe we have to have a little smarter guy instinctively at the at the mic backer. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but I'm just saying it's going to be some linebackers there. Now are they are they smart enough to call the defense and do whatever they do? Because. But do they have? Would they have to do that with Lee there? Can they be a guy that just goes? Yeah, you. you this is Lee's ninth year. Something like that. Yeah, he's 32. Yeah, you don't start getting healthier as you get older. Right. <laughs> so, 
Uh, and just history shows he's not going to be on the field for 16 games. Yeah. So, yeah. as much as we would like for Jalen Smith to be that guy, it's still a question mark over right. his head. Because if it wasn't, they wouldn't be worried about a linebacker. Mm-hmm. That that you know, uh, you know, like as much as people want to talk about safety, ain't nobody talking about a safety. You know. And I like you I like I like what you're saying about the draft because at 19, if these guys start following, they're gonna start falling, you, brother. You're Watch. in a really good spot because you got these all these compensatory picks that you can trade now, so you can move up a few spots to grab somebody without it probably costing you a whole lot, or you can move back you and get even more picks. No, at no, 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 no. It's gonna be good enough players, I think, young players. Like I told people, I didn't even I haven't even gotten into. Uh, you know, whereas last, a couple of years ago, we knew what we needed. So we 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 hammered it. We hammered. You know, when I was with Mick Show, we hammered. We hammered on these positions because we knew. But now you need, I think, another defensive lineman. You need uh, another uh, uh, linebacker. You know, not because we don't have numbers at these positions is what I'm talking about. Right. We don't have Vincent Mayawar gone. We we got rid of another guy. Uh, we don't have enough linebackers. So it, it ain't just that. The, this thing became a need because of what we lack. You yeah. know, we we had some we had some decent linebackers. I ain't never thought we had a decent defensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't never thought that. But we had we had some linebackers, guys that were more than serviceable, but they're gone. Yeah, let's go down the list of. Just since we were on the air last time, who's gone and who we've added. So, go down the uh, list. Uh, ben Wickery signed with Arizona on the 23rd. And we have a free agency tracker on the website if, if you guys want to go check this out. It's actually an All awesome right. tool we updated in uh, in real time. So, um, Jonathan Cooper signed with San Francisco on the 20th. Um, big, Let's see, big signing. Um, Alan Hearns. Signed a two-year deal on the 24th with the Cowboys. Right. Orlando Skandrick, I think while we were on the air shortly after, um, signed with Washington last week. Joe Thomas uh, signed with the Cowboys on the 22nd. Deontay Thompson, which, by the way, he looks like he's older than me. (laughs) The picture they took of him signing his contract. Uh, Signed with the Cowboys on the 22nd. And a couple of news, I don't know if they're official, but – uh, Cameron Fleming, a tackle that's been with New England. Um, I think he started six games, I believe, last year. And uh, Marcus Martin, a guard out of Cleveland. Um, they both visited, and I think both of those guys are expected to sign. Yeah. So okay. and there are rumors. Yeah. No. Jumbo Joe Looney has checked in as an eligible and, tight end. And see, I'm to throw it to Joe. I, I'm going straight at it. You know, everybody thinks because they signed Alan Hearns that that's just automatic. Excuse yeah, Alan Hearns, is that is that the wide receiver that yeah, we signed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh somebody got a linebacker here. He's not a linebacker. Yeah, we'll get that. Uh changed. yeah, get that fixed, man. I mean, God, I, I'm I, on it. I'm on <laughs> it. But anyway, I'm just joking. Hey, you do what you gotta do. I'm just I'm glad. Hey, I, I, I called this morning, I tweeted my two guys, Kurt and 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 the beard, and I said, Hey man, I'm gonna need a list of who's here and who's not. And and I just and I and I I would have bet a hundred bucks to one dollar that it would have been Kurt that have responded. Shannon was on it, wasn't he? 
I'm like, and I had, I, I was so shocked, Kurt. I had to sit back. Thanks for the quick response, <laughs> because normally it's Kurt. <laughs> I was getting in the car, that's why. I was getting in the car. And oh, I now you're texting like, and driving. Hey, no, let's get his. Let's I was get his getting light. in the car. Oh, okay. By the way, I like your new look. So Nate, Nate, Nate shaved the mustache off his top lip, and yeah. he looks. You look 30 years younger. <laughs> like, it's blowing my mind. That's well, look, why. Wait, that shave this. Oh, don't shave that. I like it. Yeah, it's a yeah. good look. You but look like thing, it. But, uh, you know, man. Your hair's still a little scraggly, but. Man, that's going to be scraggly, man. You know, I may come in with some braids in a couple of days. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, oh, man. I'd be, be thinking I'm the man when I put some braids in my head. Because <laughs> I'd be good, trying man. to go back to when I was a kid. Yeah. When I was a kid, man, I could not. Uh, grow my hair long enough to get braids. Ain't that something? Really? Everybody had braids in the 70s and 80s, man. Yeah. Everybody was rolling, but they bringing back braids. Now they look like, some of these kids look like, uh, what's that? Uh, uh, alien. Predator. Predator. Yeah, I'm like, some of these kids look like Predator. But anyway. I'm I like, like it, though. I think it's a good look. What do you think? Kurt? I like it. It is. I, I really Got like the cowboy shirt on today. My dude. wife, it took her two days, like, something. Hey, what's something wrong? wrong? <laughs> 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 Something's different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, normally men do that to their wives. Right. Like, what's wrong with it? Something's different. I don't that know what it is. Oh, it's your hair. It's like, oh, you oh, you got a top lip. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Thank you, baby. Speaking of, uh, we might have a special guest on the show later. Yeah. Mickey may stop by. Yeah. He wrote, yeah. A, he wrote a column, apparently, that uh, <laughs> they signed these two wide receivers. Now everybody thinks that automatically means Dez is gone. And Mickey's saying, tap the brakes. What other receiver we signed? We signed uh, Deontay Thompson. Yeah. Which is, he looks like he's older than all three of us. And we signed Alan Hearns. Okay. Okay. I see Deontay Thompson. uh, Yeah. Yeah. He was in Thompson's a return specialist. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's amazing is, uh, and like I said, I'm researching these guys. I've heard that Alan Hearns is more of a slot guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, Thompson yes. had a uh, like a hundred and four yard a speedster for missed sure. field goal with Chicago for a uh, return for a I'm, touchdown. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. You know, I, when I when I start looking at guys getting signed and all of this great stuff, I don't care who you are, even the, even the Super Bowl champions, Philadelphia. Until you put this product on the field and you four or five games into the season, you just ain't going to know. Right. You know, I mean, look at – Look at this year. We look, thought, look at how we woo. lost our running back. Mm-hmm. And, and we were struggling with our running back, but we found a groove, and then we lost our running back, and we fell apart. Yep. Look at look at the Eagles. They lost their quarterback, and you was like, oh, that's it. They won the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yep. So – and, and every year I tell people, just give a team four or five, maybe six games in before you saying, before you start saying who they are and who they're not, you know, and giving them grades. I mean, you can give them grades. I mean, that's just part of having fun, you know, dealing with your team. What do but, you think? Six, six to eight games is about where you, what you, well, what it is what it when is? When you got a new team and you don't know the team, and we, ha- we, we basically have a new team, especially defensively. Mm-hmm. We have a new team. Uh, we signed uh, this offensive line. We signed a new offensive lineman. How quick can he get in here and adjust? What movements are they made? Is they going to move uh, the, the, the new guy to right tackle and move my man back to guard? 
which I think he should have stayed at guard from the start. If we would have just left. Talking about Lyle? Lyle yeah. Collins at guard. Mm-hmm. If we would have just left him at guard, we would have just had a right tackle to deal with. That's it. But we, 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 we moved him over to the right tackle, and, oh, that's our future. Okay, fine. But now you left our middle week. Mm-hmm. And so we had two, a guy learning right tackle, and we had a guy uh, that was new to our system left guard. That messed up our whole offensive line. That, besides our secondary being injured, that was, that was the biggest fall. Even with our running back going, that was the biggest fall. Yeah, was our old line? Yeah. Now I wonder if, like, if you're going to move him back inside, and you put Fleming at the right tackle, well, then what if, what if uh, Tyron goes down again? Then you move Fleming to the left and, and no, back you, to what right. You, what I you got to do is find you a swing tackle. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of on board with some who think Fleming ought to be the swing tackle and keep Lyle where he is, because then you're moving guys around again. Okay, but the bottom line is okay. Who's going to play your left guard? Fleming is what, a tackle or is he a guard? Okay, now you got, you, got, you got Joe Looney. Uh, what's the other guy we we, we planning on Martin. sign? Marcus Martin. Who is a healthy scratch all of last year for Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. give me your pen, man. Marcus Martin. I mean, come on, man. I think Martin and Looney are kind of the same guy, aren't they? I mean, they're backup guards, right? By the way, if you didn't get uh, Douglas's reference early, earlier, Joe Looney, I don't know if it, he's officially signed, no, but he's official, expected but he's, to yeah, sign. Yeah, he's supposed to sign. It so like Jumbo Joe back in the mix. That's your doing, right? Jumbo Joe Looney doing some dancing also gets everybody going. There we go. God. Yeah. I'm giving you credit for that one. Yeah, I'm bringing Joe back. All right. Expect, Expect big things out of Jumbo Joe Looney <laughs> this year. At least in social media. We're, we're going to do a weekly bit with him. We don't know what that bit is, but <laughs> we're going to figure it out. Came back to be with you. Yes. You... you, you, you. In this this world of uh, free agency, uh, you still have to put these guys together and you have to see what you're working with. But I always maintain that it's easy to change one position than two. Mm. And Devin will start talking about three because you're going to lose all type of continuity. And, you know, you know, I talked to Brad. I said, Brad, man, I'll just leave him at guard. I mean, I'll just leave him at guard. Well, nah, nah, you know, move him out of the tackle, da, 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 da. Nah, you're going to have to deal with one position if we, move, if we just don't move nobody. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they, and I guess they felt like, if anything, the strength would be at the guard position, you know, with Green at that time and, 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 and Jonathan Cooper. But that fell apart. Yeah. That fell that fell apart, and our offensive line didn't play well. Uh, I don't think, and I will maintain this. I will keep saying this. When you have three future Hall of Famers, and you don't have a good offensive line because most teams don't have one Hall of Famer, and they make it work mm-hmm. with a bunch of guys. A bunch of guys that's just above average, and we could not make it work. That was a coaching deal, too. You can't tell me in today's NFL where the money is lacking that you that you can't you, you got to scheme up things, and we we missed the boat on that one. Yeah, and you can say, well, uh, I don't care about the running back was gone. You got to scheme this thing up. Mm-hmm. You got to scheme it up, and we didn't do a very good job of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You know what? I heard the phones are actually working again. We had some technical difficulties over the last few weeks. Can you believe that Mr. Jones paid everybody except uh, except the phone bills? Except But he made sure everybody else was paid. Let's go to the phones if he's still there. Curtis in Las Vegas. Thanks for holding on, Curtis. How are you? I'm fine, sir. I ain't going nowhere. All right. Good, good. Us either. What's happening, man? Nothing much, nothing much. I'm just listening. I'm, I'm ready to welcome the new players in. Welcome y'all, man. Y'all Cowboys now. Forget y'all play for the mother teams. Just play. Y'all play for us now. We're going to forget y'all play for the mother teams, and we're going to cheer for y'all like y'all been Cowboys since birth. Play for us like that, all right? That, that's it. There you go, now, man. Now, um, I was wondering, uh, who is Joe Thomas, you guys said? We signed Joe Linebacker. Thomas. Linebacker. Linebacker, okay. Good. Yeah, okay. He's linebacker. Where did we get it from, Kurt? The, 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 the Green, Green Bay from yeah, Cleveland, been, I know. He's been with okay. Thomas has been with the Packers mm-hmm. uh, for his whole career, and primarily a backup, although he has had uh, some starting experience. Okay. So he's okay. probably more of a depth yeah. guy than a guy you're going to be starting every game. At least that would be the hope, I would think. Not going to be a household okay. name at linebacker. No, he'll see, you know, uh, and, and special teams guy. And all and, but you got to – you said it. That's key right there. The last few words you said, brother, is key. You, you got to replace some of these special teams guys. We lost two good ones. Yeah. You know, Kyle yeah. Wilber and, uh, and Smith. So, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. got to start because, I mean, you know, Man cannot survive by bread, meat and bread alone, but I don't know, uh, man. And people do not. We, they don't understand how good our special teams have been. We don't give yeah. up much on special teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we – last year became a big uh, – last year special teams was nice. And, uh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't but mention – I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be fast. I don't want y'all to keep me off. You know what I mean? That's Nate. Nate, Nate, Nate. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, man. I, I'm, just, I'm just, you know – the quick response that you gave me earlier, man, gave me a little patience, you know. Okay. All right. But, uh, All right. yeah, man, we're glad you I, called in, my friend. I'm, I met Emmett Smith on Thursday, buddy. Man, we talking about the future, baby. We talking about the future. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yeah. Talk- okay. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Hey, where right. you met Emmett at, bro? That's my man. Where, where you met? Where? I, 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 at the Lagazi Stadium. The who? I couldn't believe it. He took a picture with me. Where? Lagazi Stadium, Las Vegas. Lagazi. Lagazi Stadium at, in Las yeah. Vegas. Y- y'all ever heard of Las that? No, nope. man, kick him off just for talking about a place we don't know. Nah, yeah. I thought I've been yeah, everywhere yeah, in Emmett, Vegas. Yeah, Emmett Curtis from Las Vegas. Thanks him forever, man. I love you, man. Okay, He's hey, we gonna hit. Hey, we, hey, this is a podcast, so he can pick it up anytime. <laughs> yeah, going back to Lagazi or wherever you from, Gaza. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, have a now, good one, man. The thing I want to talk about, though. Uh, brother, you don't talk. <laughs> hey, hey, cut this dude. You don't talk, bro. It ain't no thing you want to talk about. You, you, hey, this, you, you do. Hey, you cut this cut dude off, off man. No. Let him talk, Nick. Let him talk. <laughs> I just talk. <laughs> Go ahead, Curtis. All right. You right, a team cannot be judged by them first six games because we sure would have thought the Chiefs was good last year. By oh, definitely, man. Wow. Kurt thought the Chiefs was on fire. They were. Man. He picked them against us. First six games, oh, they was first in the league. Oh, they was going to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, they they went too. They paid. They got a ticket, but they (laughs) yeah, they went nowhere. (laughs) But I think the only position you right, we need help at linebacker, D line. I like our young. I told you about our young corners. Them dudes, man, they gonna be they gonna be right. And I I think we're gonna be all right at safety with Xavier Woods and uh. What's what's your name, sir? I don't even go ahead. What's your name? Curtis. I'm Curtis. Hey, Curtis, you ever heard of Douglas Barrelow? 
Barrack Lowe? No. He just said, cut you off, man. No, I- <laughs> we can go to break. <laughs> I'm just saying what I he's talked, I, talk, I answered the phone, Curtis. You know, I. I <laughs> Derek trying to yeah. this stuff. No, I'm just joking. Go ahead on, man. And we don't even know what Marquez White is. We drafted a lot of them young dudes last year. So I don't think we need to address that right now. Do you know what I mean? I, I agree 100%. Them, let the young dudes grow. You know, to see what happens. Yes. But them linebackers and them, them D-lines, we can never get enough of them. Bring them in. There you go. Thank, thank you for the call, Curtis. Appreciate it. No, you're done. You're done now. We got to go. Done now. Cut him off, Douglas. Cut him off. Bye, Curtis. Bye, Curtis. I mean, this is only an hour-long show. <laughs> Hell, we already threw the first you know segment. Who that was? That was Curtis Blow. What's it to know? They didn't know how to break. All right, Curtis ran us late. We got to take a break. Uh, Curtis, no, you ran us late. Curtis, uh. keep listening. We appreciate the call. <laughs> we'll take some more. And you can call later at some other point, but not today. Don't let him call back, Doug. <laughs> Douglas. Bye. I am here. We're going to break. Alrighty. Um, hang in with the boys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to hanging with the boys. I, I didn't know. Back. There's a lot of stuff Nate doesn't know, but one wow. thing he does know is a true cowboy loves his freedom. Freedom! And Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where freedom. it counts. With a contour pouch that nestles you in fabrics you can barely feel. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. I love you. Kurt, Hi. you actually want to talk about something other I do. We got a draft guide products. coming out. I don't know, uh, Douglas, if you can put that on the camera. Draft guide coming out next week. 
Just want to make sure Hang you on, pick it up. Look at this. You 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 doing it? Huh? Look, look on the screen. Look. All right. That's okay. an excellent shot. All right. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Brian brought us over 100 and I think 50 scouting reports. Dane Brugler's got over 500 players listed. Got uh, Mickey's done a nice uh, story on an upcoming draft hoopla that's going to happen. So it's a definitely check it out. You can find it at uh, Cowboys. It is actually, and this is not just me being a a team player. It's actually a legit draft magazine and gives you what you need to know about most of these guys that are going to be yeah. drafted yeah. over draft weekend. So it gives you enough information about them where you can go to the bar and talk to your buddies and, and be dangerous with it. <laughs> That's true. You won't be a Brian Broadus, but you will be able to hold your own you when hold it comes your own. to talking That's about right. these guys. He's got everything in there. And if I get my stuff done on time, it'll come out on time. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of holding their own, yes, we are joined by none other than the old Mickaroo, Mickey Spagnola. Oh. I have to publicly apologize to Mickey. I screwed up his uh oh the deadline on Friday. Did you? I did. Well, well go ahead. It happens. Apologize. I, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it happens. I was supposed to uh, edit and send along the story, and I left without sending. Oh, it. Kurt, <laughs> my part, part-time did on Friday, huh? That's okay. I've done it. I've written it and go. Okay, good. I'm done. And never sent it. And never sent it. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Before we get into your story, do you notice something different about Nate? Have you seen him since last week? I have not. Look at his top lip. He has one. <laughs> oh, Shannon's it went all the way. Yeah. Right. Shannon's infatuated. Yeah, I am. I think he looks good. <laughs> That's I mean, what I should have Good done. looking dude. Yeah, man. Just keep your beard. Hey, hey, but I anyway. was thinking of keeping the top lip. <laughs> no, okay. That's pretty neat. <laughs> hey, hey, so Mick. Yes. Why are you here? I don't know. Douglas, <laughs> Douglas recruited me. Mickey wrote a column. Last week, is this the one we're talking about, Kurt? Yes. Yes. The one that Kurt forgot to yeah, edit and post? It got up by <laughs> 9 o'clock at night. Oh, okay. All right. So, the Cowboys signed over toward the end of last week two wide receivers, and Deontay Thompson, we talked about him earlier in the show, and Alan Hearns um, from Jacksonville and uh, Buffalo. And all the, all the uh, talk shows around Dallas and everybody's saying, well, you signed these two guys – that means Dez is gone. You you probably don't have the money to keep him. He and you got you you got two guys that you signed. There were you upgraded a little bit for at least for your second you know your second wide receiver spot. So Mick, you don't necessarily agree with Dez is gone, right? Yeah, not so fast. Yeah, um, tell us about it. Well, I haven't seen anybody come in that has done anything remotely similar to what Des Bryant has done and is capable of doing. Uh, so to me, betting on a guy that caught 39 passes last year and his team didn't want to keep him, uh, gives me pause. And, and I know what Des is, and I know what he's capable of. And everybody's down on him because he only caught 69 passes last year, right? Well, the two guys you signed – they never caught 69 passes in a season in their career. So you want to make that bet that you don't need Des and these guys are going to step up and be a number one receiver? Mm-hmm. I, 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 so I wrote, you know, I'm putting out the caution flag. I, I'd be careful making that bet just because you want to save money. Now, at some point, and depending what happens in the draft, maybe you go to Des and say, hey, you know how we restructured Brandon Carr's contract where – you didn't get all the money right away, 
but you had the opportunity to make it and I guaranteed you money, why don't we do that with your base salary and, and, and maybe cut it down just a little bit and give you a guarantee for next year. But to me, releasing a guy to get $12.5 million and have $8 million go into your cap for nothing, for nothing, uh, seems to be counterproductive. So I'm not on board that this just automatically means I'm releasing these guys. Alan Hearns' base uh, salary cap hit for this year will be around $4.3 million, and that includes some bonus money they've guaranteed him uh, for performance, meaning being on the 46-man roster. So when they're putting incentives in that, in a contract, that tells me that, well, we're going to hedge our bet on just how good you are. And, and he's missed 11 games over the last two years. He's had one good season in the National Football League. That's it. And his team didn't want him. They signed three receivers this year. Um, Marquise Lee, and they brought in, and they re-signed two of their other guys. They didn't sign this guy. Mm -hmm. And they ate some money on him, too, because they signed him the year before in 2016 uh, after his, his one good year to a four-year contract for, it was like $40 million. And they decided, guarantees are up. We're done with you. We're not giving you a $7 million base salary. So if Jacksonville, who knows most about this guy, says, I don't know, I'd be hesitant to get rid of Dez and assume this guy's going to be better than Dez. Is, is, he a, is he a slot guy or is he an outside guy? I think he's more of an outside guy that can maybe move in yeah. inside. Uh, I think the other guy, Deontay Thompson, is more of a – a slot guy that has some speed, and he's a return guy, so you, that that covers him there. So I guess my question, then I I agree. I, I think Des they need Des they need to keep him, and and you said that in your column that Terrence Williams' contract really limits getting rid of him. Would you give up on a Noah Brown or Ryan Switzer yet being this young? So are we looking at could Cole Beasley be the odd man out here? Well, and I think that could be up for debate. Um, you know, Beasley's in the final year of his contract. His contract against the Caps going to cost about as much as Hearns, uh, about as much as Terrence Williams, although his base salary is guaranteed this year. So you would uh, eat some money on him if you released him. You know, I, I, I got no problem bringing all these guys into camp and say, okay, let's, let's see what we got here. What, what are we doing? Uh, you know, everybody talks about Noah Brown. Noah Brown was a, what, seventh-round draft choice? Yeah. Okay. He you know, show enough to... Everybody talked that big about him, but... But you know what? Let, let's, let's see. Uh, let's see about Noah this, this year. Wide receivers pretty much stay to the norm, I think. You know, you have a elite guy every now and then that breaks the norm, but... These guys, to me, are like defensive ends. Maybe your second year is what you really see. If if coaches is if a coach want to really know your second year is when you you kind of midway through you start saying, "Wow, okay, or, or, this is what we thought you could you know could possibly be." And with all these receivers, I think they I think they. And make I really want your input on this. I'm thinking like, okay, we're gonna put all these guys in the in the bowl and see who come out on top. 
you know. But that's helping them stay more in line with the draft for defense. Keep this thing defense-centric, you know, on the draft with all these guys. You know, because I'm seeing they signing offensive linemen. They signing wide receivers. They're they, they trying to make sure that they fill in the holes offensively so they can stay defensively on, the, on, the, on this draft. Now, that's just my thought. What are your thoughts? No, I think you're, you're right, and I agree with you on the wide receivers. Let's go. Let's yeah. compete. Who, who, who's going to win the job? Who's going to show me what they can do? Uh, I've got, got a new offensive I just, uh, you're not, wide receiver. Yeah, you don't need to be reducing stuff, and then you didn't get better. You know, what's wrong with adding to something? They needed to add to the wide receiver yes. position, and they have. They needed to add to special teams, and they did with, with, the, uh, with the other wide receiver. They needed to add to the offensive line, and it appears they are. And this uh, reading a little bit more about Cameron Fleming, he's played tackle, guard, and jumbo tight end, and both tackles. So what's to say – that when you go look for your best five, if if he's part of it, what's to say he's not the guard? And you leave Lael Collins out there, and and if you sign, that's the, what you would probably do, me. And then you sign the other guy, and he's your swing tackle, because but, you still need a swing tackle, right? Right. Right. I'm what saying, was but that most, is your thoughts, though. I mean, that's what. I, yeah. I, it's a possibility. Right. Now the there's guy, a chance hey, that is if, Waddle the other guy you're talking uh, about? Uh, Waddle, yeah. Okay. No, Martin, I think, was the so, other guy. They Martin, who, is, who is Chaz Green signed with? Oh, he's still here. He's got okay. another year. That's what I'm saying. So who's to say that he's not – okay, we, you know, a lot of people, not you, but a lot of people think he's so mentally wounded that he can't recover. You know, I, I just think that we got to give him opportunity too. Yes. We got to put him in the fishbowl. And I've been he's, told – he yeah. will get an opportunity, oh, yeah. but I think they want to cover themselves just in case. Oh yeah, I'm with you. Right? Can't take that chance again. To me, you know, I'm. Uh, you know, this may sound crazy, and I keep saying fishbowl, but with 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 predator like fish like bass or piranhas. <laughs> uh, if Where's you going it, with this, uh, I'm serious. <laughs> you throw them all in the fishbowl, and guess what? You wind up with one or two. Yeah, I'm in the fish. Alpha, they, alpha fish. they will eat their own kind. Yeah. That's what we're doing with these wide receivers and these linemen. We let them eat, eat each other up and we'll take what's they'll, 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 they'll decide. Yeah, they'll decide, man. I tell you what, that Cameron Fleming, that is a large human being. He's six six, I think three twenty or three forty. Mm. Yeah. Not a small guy. We saw him when he came in for his interview. Yeah, he's he's big. Yeah. And and, and in a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not sloppy. Yeah, yeah. He, he said he he looks he looks kind of like, like a Tyron he, Smith. He, like a he ain't a Byron Bell built. Huh? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> so Mick, let me ask you this: Go going back to the wide receiver, do you think that they made a conscious effort to go out and, and shore that up outside of the draft through free agency, or you think it was just an, uh, just a right value, right guys on the market at the right time, and they just pursued it? I I think they didn't want that position to hold them hostage in the draft. So you kind of cover yourself because it's a pretty conservative contract. I mean, it's two years. It's Mm -hmm. not like you've sunk a six-year $110 million into the guy the way Miami did with Namakon Sue. Uh, So it's it's, it's saying, okay, we're this kind of a conservative look-see. But if maybe a wide receiver in the draft that I really like is sitting there, I got no problems taking them. Mm -hmm. You you can't. Like like last year, 
when we before this Dez thing popped up, we did, we we didn't care. We we just thought we had the best receiving court in the world. Well, these guys basically ain't changed, and I think Dez gonna grow from this. You know, I've been critical on him as anybody. You know, so but given given the fact that, and I'm blaming this like I, like I told y'all when the show started, if we can help our offensive line. Because we got three future Hall of Fame. We can help our offense line through either improvement with the physical capabilities of the new guys or a better scheme for these guys. Because it ain't nothing our three guys can't do. So we can scheme up and do almost anything with them. So now these two extra guys are the swing guy and the guy that they plug in. Help them scheme up and we, and we should roll fine offensively. Our problem is, and I'm going to continue to say this, is when you get close to the playoffs and it's the last three games of the year, you're trying to position yourself for the playoffs and you're making the playoff runs, everything except for the Super Bowl, you got to have a defense. Now, the Super Bowl was un, was a weird thing last year. It used year. to be you had to have a defense in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but now you, 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 your defense has to make a play, and that's what we need to improve mm-hmm. defensively. And I think if you – and I don't know how this happened. Well, I do know how it happened. Des had more drops than he had yes. previously. But to me, it was the perfect storm to derail this offense. Because what everybody forgets, and this came up, somebody asked me this uh, Thursday. I was mm. speaking to the Irving Rotary Club. Ooh, Irvin Ooh, How about that? Right. Yeah, big Exciting. time. <laughs> and he asked about it. And I said, so... The first half of the season, the first eight games, this offense that everybody thinks is broken averaged 28 points a game. Now, I should be able to win with that, right? Mm -hmm. Unless I score 30 in consecutive games and my defense gives up 35 and 34. Hmm. Uh, So what happened happened the second half? Did, Did everybody forget how to play offense? No. There was no Ezekiel Elliott. And Tyron Smith missed three games and parts of two others. So, all of a sudden, the offense started struggling. All of a sudden, Dak, who got sacked 32 times in the season, got sacked 22 times in eight games. So, all of a sudden, this offense only scores 17 points a game. Now, coincidence or not having Zeke there to threaten a defense's back end, uh, not having Tyron Smith there to protect the quarterback, who in the first game Tyron was missing gets sacked eight times, six by a guy that Atlanta said, oh, he's a free agent, we don't want to keep him, Mm -hmm. because in the other 15 games he had three and a half sacks, Adrian Claiborne. So – to me, there was other reasons why this offense disappeared the second half of the season, and it wasn't all Dez. Because if you were a defensive coordinator and you looked out there, who are you going to take away? Were you worried about Jason Witten beating you? Were you worried about the running backs beating you? No, Dez. And, and I think he took the brunt of uh, the defensive uh, attention uh, that, you know, I think – took him away. So I got to see it one more time. I'm not ready to give up. Hey, Mickey, one thing that you put in your column that that I thought was interesting, because everybody seems to assume 
that Dez will be insulted by whatever they offer him that might adjust his salary downward. And you pointed out that you don't you can restructure without offending the player. And that certainly seems like something Jerry is capable of. I think you just don't need to embarrass him. And that's why I brought up, and I mentioned earlier, the Brandon Carr when they did that with him, when he had a $9 million base salary and they reduced it to four and a half, but they guaranteed him money not only in that year, but the next year too. And he was like, okay, I'm good with that. And so I think if you do something like that and then give him some incentives, um, I, I think you'll get a better version of Dez, including him being healthy. Mick, can you stay around for a minute? Sure, why not? All right, we're going to take a break. I only got to work on Kurt's story. (laughs) (laughs) There's a couple of uh, rules changes that they're uh, debating at the owners' meetings in Orlando this week. I wanted to pick your brain on that. So thanks for hanging out for a few more minutes, and we will be right back on Hanging with the Boys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to hanging with the boys back special in-studio guest mickey spagnola is on the show with us and the owners meetings are currently going on in orlando florida where they are debating a few rules changes there's probably i don't know 10 or so rob phillips wrote an article on dallascowboys.com that breaks those down for you but there's a couple that are that are of interest to me, and I wanted to see what you guys thought about these. One is, obviously, I think that this is a, a shoe-in, is, is the new definition of, of what a catch is. Um, I think that's just a rubber stamp to get it official. Um, one is... Two years too late. Yeah. Well, 
Um, if there is a turnover, this was brought up by the competition committee. If there's a turnover, a team may win an overtime game, even though it scores on its second possession. Um, another one is this is going to affect the, the gambling world is the requirement that a team who scores a winning touchdown at the end of regulation of a game to kick the extra point or go for a two-point conversion. What was that game last year where they had only like eight guys come out at the end? And Yeah. Wasn't it the Vikings playoff win? Yeah, I guess it was. That they, they, wanted, oh, yeah, they that really last, wanted to kick the extra right. point? Yeah. So, I, so it would eliminate if you, if you won in walk-off fashion, you don't have to – huddle up or line up for a field goal or, or a two-point conversion. If so they're going to eliminate that? They'll eliminate it, yeah. Oh, okay. They'll limit, I, I might have left the word eliminate Yeah, out. I think yeah. you did. I thought it meant they had to come out and do it. Yeah, no, no, it eliminates that. And then the, the one that's the most interesting to me, which was uh, brought up by the Los Angeles Chargers, amends Rule 15, Section 2, Article 5, to add fouls for roughing the passer and fouls against players in a defenseless posture as reviewable, reviewable plays in the instant replay system. Which that one I thought was very interesting because I think they, they miss a lot of those calls. I think they get a lot of those calls wrong, whether it's you know hitting the quarterback in the head and it doesn't happen or shoulder to shoulder, to shoulder and it, it happens so fast it looks like it's helmet to helmet. Um, what do you guys think? Have you looked at these, Kurt? Uh, just a little bit. But, yeah, yeah I, I think that's something that should be looked at. Um, I think there have been cases where guys are rung up when the hit's more or less – it's a tough hit, but mm -hmm. it's, it's a legal hit. But just given the nature of the of the hit, they go ahead and ring him up. But, um, yeah, I mean, I hate to – you always hate for them to stop down the game for another reason, but I guess – would help as long as they don't stop it down for 10 minutes to decide to knock <laughs> yeah, the ball the out of right. bounds basketball <laughs> <laughs> yeah was it last night last what night end, oh yeah. my lord <laughs> let me see you pm man uh-oh what uh -oh. are you doing over there <laughs> nate got something what are you writing nate you know what man what the more i think this league trying to get smarter it gets stupider <laughs> it ain't but one rule you okay with it that? ain't but one rule by competition committee change standard Back to what it used to be 25 years ago when it was a catch. You change that, and everything takes care of itself. Just change that back to what it used to be. The commission ought to have enough power to say, fellas, y'all won the game. We ain't got to bring somebody out here to kick an extra point. The game is over. You scored a winning touchdown. It's over. I mean, some things are – come on now. Come on. I'm Nate Newton. Better known as Nathaniel New. I was before <laughs> Walt Disney World, so I'm a good old Orlando country boy. Some things are common sense. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't. This ad was approved by Nate Newton. Think about the common sense on the catch. Yeah, I mean, it's common sense. Now, it's, you, you got 18 other rules to try to blindside somebody for the, for the real reason. There's only one reason. Is it a catch or is it not a catch? All this other stuff, you don't already paying people millions and millions of dollars. Sooner or later, they're going to have a commercial. This this review was brought to you by such and such, such and oh, such. Oh, absolutely. That's where that's going. We already know. So go on and do it. Get it over with so we can start playing games again. We got to wait. You know that was a catch. We got to wait on a touchdown. Fans sitting there saying, okay, do we cheer? Is it a touchdown yet? Is it not a touchdown? Come on, man. 
You're messing up your very game with this foolishness. I'm okay with reviewing that penalty mm-hmm. because I think it's pretty punitive. And if you look at what they do in the NBA and college, like in college, you darn well better review it, and you better have the nerve to overturn the call one way or another and not just agree because that guy gets kicked out of the game right? At, for a game. Mm-hmm. So if he gets kicked out in the second quarter, he doesn't get to come back to the next week till the third quarter. So they look at that to make sure they got it right. And I think if it's going to be a punitive foul like that, then I think you better take a look at it because I think they miss it. Mm-hmm. They, they miss – roughing the quarterback a lot, and sometimes they're overreactive on protecting right. the quarterback. And it, and it, it it's a punitive, punitive foul. So I got no problem let me, with let that me, one. Let me tell you, if you got a good quarterback, it's going to be rough. and you got a sorry quarterback, it's not. I mean, simple. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line. It's pretty yeah. cut and dry. Yeah, right? I mean. You, you, well, what's the difference I mean, in the NBA? If you're, if you're an all-star guard, you get the call, right? If you're little I, Dennis Smith Jr., yeah. you better take your licks. Yeah, I, we we hurry up and say, "Hey, this this review was brought to you by such and such. This was the <laughs> such and such review." Okay, so we can we we can start back playing football. I mean, we have made refs in every sport more significant than the players, mm-hmm. than a situation that uh, that. You know that's coming down to the wire. Now we got a referee. We got to. We not only got to hire a group of coaches to 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 scout other teams. We got to. Hey, this referee here he called twenty five percent more holdings than this guy. This referee called twenty five percent more. They do analytics off. on the yeah, refs. On the referee, yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Well, it was like last night the basketball game Kurt referred to on the out of bounds play. The guy from Duke had the ball in his hands. And the guy from Kansas knocked it out. But they were saying it went off his fingers. Well, why did it go off his fingers? Because the guy knocked the ball out of his hand. So now whose fault is that? It wasn't that guy from Duke's fault. It was the guy from Kansas that knocked it out. Of course, Brother. it went off his hands. At some point, it was in his, in his hands. hands. <laughs> I, I just Like if I'm holding this and he knocks it out, is it my fault it came out of my hand? No, it's Nate's fault. I'll tell you what, man. And the guy was standing right there. You got to get a degree from Harvard or Stanford to even begin to understand what's going on. This is a rule that I don't understand. It sounds like it's not going to be changed, but they've talked about the pass interference, just making it 15 15 yards instead of a spot foul where you could have a you know, huge gain. I've never liked that. I've never liked Me either. That. You just tackle a guy that yeah, that you throw up a hell mary at the yeah. one, and you know they get the ball. There. See, this might this might cause more problems, but I think a legitimate pass interference should be fifteen yards. But if you did it on purpose, like in hockey, mm-hmm. if it's a breakaway, then. You you get a, a penalty shot. Yeah. yeah. Like the old face mask where one so, was intentional and one wasn't. Yeah. So now that would result in having to judge did he intentionally grab the guy right. and interfere with him so it was only fifteen yards. I think it's pretty easy to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Like or if, if it's the, the guy's end of got the game. Two, if the guy's got two yards on you and you dive and grab him, well that was intentional. So mm-hmm. mark it where it's at. It's if it's a jump ball at the end of the game in but the end zone, what? everybody tackles. Some referee gonna say, "Where well, did he trip and grab him? Cause he didn't want to fall." I, 
Well, you know what? That Make a call. <laughs> they, live that, with it. That you need to review it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it's just. Brought to you by Tommy John. Yeah. Wow. Really? <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's getting to be too much, man. When you, when, you, when you as a fan, you got a high-paced game going and it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a referee scared to make a call because, well, let's just make it a fumble and we'll go back and review it. That's, what, that's, that's that, and that's making what, a fumble, and that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, that's, scared to make the yeah, call. Yeah, make make the call, man. I mean, thirty years ago, I want to know who Ed Hockley was. Man. Right <laughs> now, he retired, and it was like a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal, man. We get we we. I, I yeah, but you knew who Jerry Mark Bright was. I, no, I don't know. Yeah, you <laughs> did. Come on. Uh, but you know what? Now we, you know, I saw down in New Orleans. You know, they was celebrating Ed Hockley. Everybody walking around with big arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a cool deal on Thursday. The Star Grand Opening out here at our new home in Frisco is going to happen. We're there. Opening up, officially opening all the retail stores and the food places, which there's some really good ones. Haven't they been open for over a year? We have, but it's this officially is official now. It's officially <laughs> official. So we there are, are gonna, some new. We ones better review that. We better wave. We uh, we're gonna do live content out there. There will be podcasts from about. I think that there's a press conference at 11, and yeah. then right after that, which will probably be noonish. Uh, yeah, noon. We start live programming. I will be out of town as well as Taylor and Derek. So we're mixing the what shows time will up. It be? I'm not real sure. It's on the website. Yeah, and then we're at one o'clock. For the folks listening, there will not be a lunch break or a talking cowboys on Tuesday, Wednesday this week. They're moving to Thursday to be part of that that big afternoon lineup. Yep. So come out on and see us. Yeah, it'll be it's fun. Thursday. There's okay. Be, cheerleaders are performing. We'll yes. Podcast going all we'll day. Get, we'll get uh, my man Beard and Kurt. Is perform too. I'll be out of town. Uh, <laughs> Pat Green will be performing, by the way. How about Doug? live That's free right. concert? So come out and check it out. Doug kicked me to call off there today, man. Named Curtis. No. He did. Curtis from no. Las Vegas. Curtis just... Blow. No, no. Come on, man. I was wit- <laughs> I witnessed what was going on. <laughs> he wasn't rude. Well, he just hung up in his face. Yeah, he said, hey, man, he as soon as this guy get through talking, man. <laughs> said it's time to go it's to time break. It's time to go to break. break. <laughs> well, we got to go. Kurt, thanks for showing up. Thank you. Nate, thanks for bringing it as usual. Mickey, thank you so much for stopping You were by. great up until the rule changes. Man. Never ne- <laughs> never met a microphone I didn't like. There you go. <laughs> you know, that's right. Appreciate it, Mickey. <laughs> no, that's right. Thank you, Douglas, for doing what you do. And we will be back on Monday with Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?